Hello and welcome to the Greg Gardner Podcast. It's been a while, uh, but there's so much going on that I had to crank up the pod again to get some ideas out there about what's going on, Israel, Middle East. So let's get right to it. Unless you are completely off the grid, and there is absolutely nothing wrong with being completely off the grid for a while, you know what happened in Israel Saturday a week ago. I don't have to go over the brutality of it all. I'm sure you've seen it firsthand. It's generated a lot of thinking on my part, and I wanted to share some of it with you. Uh, Disclaimer, I'm not an expert on the Middle East, but you guys know I don't really believe in blindly following the expert class. I think if you read and you're thoughtful, you can figure out what's going on there and have opinions about it without being a so-called expert. And whenever something like this happens, it seems that the legacy media and people that want to appear intellectually nuanced always race forward to this narrative that we all must stand back, breathe, and put all this into historical context. And what that usually means is blame Israel. Uh, I'm willing to consider uh, historical context until certain lines are crossed. And in this case, every single moral line was crossed. Once these lines are crossed, then historical context goes out of the window. And if you're thinking that I believe everything I see online, you'd be wrong. One of the reasons I waited a while to even broadcast this is because I understand the pitfalls of reacting to news reports too quickly. What I've learned is if you wait and you work hard to minus out your biases and take into account the preponderance of the reporting, then you can usually come to a conclusion that's somewhere over the target. What's also difficult is if you want to add historical context, you have to look at the charter of Hamas, which basically says Israel should not or does not exist. Hard to leave that out of the scenario when you're thinking about this issue. But in terms of the bigger picture going forward, we've got to be able to manage our conflict between the lines of acceptable behavior. And this behavior is not even close. But not being able to draw and agree on these clear moral lines is something that is pervasive in global society now. Now even Western countries are no longer arguing about where the line should be drawn. We're arguing over whether there should be lines at all, whether it's sex trafficking, whether it's uh, sex changes for minors, gender ideology, or terrorism versus conventional war. There are some of us who want no distinction. Drawing lines is hard. It makes people accountable. Hard-fought moral lines are better than no lines at all. One other thought I had was about Twitter, or X as it's called right now. What if it was still Twitter? Uh, What if it was pre-Elon? What if it was still the censorship engine that it used to be? Uh, Essentially an intelligent operation. Uh, Would we even be seeing the images that came out of the Middle East, came out of Israel? How would pre-Elon Twitter handle the situation? Well, I believe that a significant portion of the media, the videos actually uploaded by Hamas would have been suppressed. But because it was not, we had to look at it. Everyone had to look at it. Therefore, the legacy media had no choice but to cover it more accurately. This was a major departure in what we have seen before in the coverage of this conflict. Free speech is very, very uncomfortable at times. But most of us would rather know the truth than to be coddled and fed a narrative. Speaking of free speech and the First Amendment and being uncomfortable, there are many pro-Palestinian, pro-Hamas demonstrations going on worldwide, 
And of course, a lot of them are going on on our own college campuses here in the United States. While these demonstrations may make some of us very uncomfortable, the First Amendment wasn't created just for speech that we like. In fact, it was created more for speech that we abhor. I saw where one major influencer was applauding France's government on cracking down on Hamas protests. I'm like, what? You can't just be for free speech when you like or tolerate the message. Free speech is a concept that goes far beyond your feelings and preferences. While we may not like the message, we have to remain committed to allowing people to speak freely no matter what we think about their content. And while we're on the subject of amendments, the second one, or the lack of something like it in Israel, was unfortunately a prominent feature of this attack. If something like this happened in the U.S., and yes, you can't tell me things couldn't happen here after the last three years, that trope's no longer valid. Plus the fact that we have no idea who is currently in this country, and by the way, that's totally by design. But if something like that happened in the U.S., at least some of us would have a fighting chance. This was a perfect example of the fact that no one is coming to save you and your family, at least not in the short term. While there are trade-offs like in everything else, it is always better to have a citizenry that is armed. So those are just some of the ideas I wanted to share with you today. I'll be back later next week for some more ideas on this situation and others.